0: So you want to listen to a pretty all right podcast about wrestling, do ya? Well, the natural lad Jeff Swag, has said time and time again that there's only one podcast that's the most decent and the most all right in the industry today. And that's who It's the Game Ray Wrestling Podcast. You know, I say this about all of our introductions, you know, brother, let me tell you something, brother. I know I say this about all of our introductions, but man, that song gets me fired up. And you want to know why that song gets me fired up? Because that tells me that it's time to talk about some motherfucking wrestling wrestling. As always, my name is Josh. I'm here today with Adam. Howdy. And we're going to talk about some motherfucking wrestling on oh, yeah. the game rage wrestling podcast. <laughs> this is episode number 12 and we have a few things to discuss today. This is kind of how the order in which things are going to happen. We're going to talk about what happened just recently on Smackdown with the whole Roman Reigns uh, situation. We're, We're also going to talk about our, our predictions for the upcoming Royal rumble, which we will also be doing a live commentary and watch along of the event itself. Which will likely exceed three hours. So, <laughs> if uh, if you are so inclined, we're gonna we're gonna live stream that on Discord. So, if you're so inclined and you wish to join in, and and you can mute your WWE commentary, and you can listen to us talk about it. And if you want to participate, you know we we will definitely allow uh, people to come in and uh, and talk shit with us in between matches and whatnot. So, that will be on. January the twenty-seventh, Saturday at the Royal Rumble live inside my garage. it. <laughs> <Okay.
1: laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so oh yeah brother.
0: We're gonna do we're gonna talk about our, our predictions for that. And then we're going to watch a Paul Heyman promo and discuss it. We're gonna watch it live and, and and discuss it as it's happening. Obviously, you won't hear the sound, but you you know, that's for you to turn it on while we're watching it. And then we're gonna watch a Match that I don't necessarily remember off the top of my head, but Adam says is a fucking absolute banger. Would you say it's a sports entertained out of 10?
1: Oh, yeah. There's meat slapping. Oh, there's suplexes galore. It's it's a real doozy of a match. Oh, and that
0: match is going to be Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. Not on a pay-per-view. Chris
1: Benoit. Chris
0: (laughs) Benoit. Yeah. It's not on a pay-per-view, it's on a fucking SmackDown episode. Yes,
1: and we're not condoning uh his whole dealings of murdering his family. Uh we're just simply acknowledging his wrestling.
0: And and let's techniques. while you're while you're saying this, let's also further quantify and say that people need to understand that Crispin Noir the the wrestler versus Christopher, whatever the hell his real name was. Maybe that was his real name. I don't know. Those are two different people. The character and the guy who did the murders. All right? We obviously condemn and and do not support the murdering of families, the things that he did in real life. But, man, the things he did in the ring as the character, Chris Benoit, fucking legendary. Excellent contributions to the sport, which... Have been just been essentially erased. So yeah, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's something that should have been done. So we're going to talk about a match that he was in. Yeah, and if you don't like it, then then fucking don't listen. But I know our fans aren't bitches, so <laughs> they're gonna fucking listen. Anyways, all right. <clears throat> so excuse me. Oh fucking clinkety clanking fucking sodas and ice into the microphone, yeah, right hard. into the microphone. Not even not even have the decency to pull it away. Just he opened it. Into the microphone and then just shook it around. Some ice ASMR. Hey, man. Nice ASMR. Yeah, AS ice AMR. Yeah, there you go. All right. So first things first. Smack, current, Smackdown. Current events. Current events. So <clears throat> recently on Smackdown, there was a triple threat match between LA Knight, Randy Orton, and wait, who's the third guy? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just forgot. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. God damn it. AJ Styles. And they were to have a triple threat match to see who would be the number one contender for Roman Reigns' championship at the Royal Rumble. Well, things didn't go as planned because clearly and obviously, Roman Reigns and the old bloodline came out and fucked around, and, interfered the match. Well, I would say that they fucked around and then and then promptly found out. Yes, because uh, Nick Aldis came out and basically said, "Hey, you son of a bitch." Guess what? Since you just made this not have a winner, now you are going to have to fight all three of them at the Royal Rumble, and this is going to be a fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble for your
1: title belt. This should—I—I I, I wish there was a Teddy Long moment. And guess what, playa? <laughs> you are going to face the Undertaker, and right? now you are going to face the Undertaker Here's next the, week at SmackDown. Yeah. So
0: that coupled with the fact that the Rock is now back and saying shit to Roman Reigns. I've heard I've heard rumor which again I just want to spe- say this is all speculation. I don't know anybody. No none of neither of us know anybody in in the business so we don't have any insider information and I try not to use the dirt sheets as much because I just I don't know. I just I feel like they're they're fucking wrong most of the time. But <laughs> I there has been this rumor going around that I think has been <laughs> circulating that cannot be avoided and it's the fact that the plans allegedly are for the Rock and Roman Reigns to fight at WrestleMania, so <coughs> I I can see that's what they're going for. I mean, obviously the Rock doesn't just come back just for no fucking reason. Just to drop in, just to drop in, and then and then promptly leave. I don't think that's that's not something the Rock does. He he's going to come back and he's going to wrestle, especially with this kind of shit talking. I feel like he was doing, and it's WrestleMania season.
1: Yeah, go ahead. So we've had two occurrences of The Rock. And I feel like if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound, right? He did two appearances. Yeah. Or or rather, inclusive of this one, he appeared in Denver, Colorado, I believe. Yeah. On SmackDown. And then he appeared on Raw in San Diego. Yeah. So that basically means that I feel like he's in for a match at least. So, Oh,
0: yeah. He wouldn't come in and and... Okay. I guess we should maybe... Clarify the rock does drop in and drop out. He'll come to one thing and then be gone for a year or two or whatever. I don't think you. he comes. He, he doesn't come to a raw and a Smackdown if he's not going to wrestle and, and, and the rock only wrestles at WrestleMania now. So if he's starting a feud with Roman Reigns and they're going to fight at WrestleMania, I don't, the, the, the rumor going around has been that the alleged storyline is going to be obviously the rock and Roman Reigns fighting at WrestleMania and it's not going to be for the championship belt because Roman Reigns is going to lose it. He's going to drop it at the Royal Rumble.
1: For the fatal four-way match arranged between the triple threat match that essentially happened on right. SmackDown. It'll be everybody inclusive of the of included with those uh those names AJ Styles, yeah. Randy Orton, right.
0: LA and LA Knight. And it's and it's a way to take the title off of him without him actually losing so that then he can go and and fight the rock at WrestleMania for for nothing for no title because I don't think that (laughs) I don't think the rock is going to job to Roman Reigns I don't think he's going to come back and lose a title match against Roman Reigns I just don't I just don't see that happening I mean the rock doesn't need it he doesn't need to win he could afford to do that but I just don't see that happening so I think if they're going to wrestle I don't know what the outcome will be, but especially if it's not for a title. If it's for a title belt, I, I don't, I don't, I really. The Rock would have to. The Rock would win the match. I don't think he's going to come in just to put over Roman Reigns because neither of them really need it. So, just if they have a squash match or a grudge match, I guess you could call it. Nobody's losing out anything. Maybe just some face. If the you know if the Rock loses that match, I mean, who gives a shit, right? It's, it was for nothing. It was just for shit talking, and so. The rumor is that Randy Orton's going to take the title off Roman Reigns. I'm assuming that they will make fucking LA Knight be the jobber to take the pin to lose the actual match, which kind of sucks because I like LA Knight and I think he's getting fucking hammered on the what is that the not getting a push fucking v-
1: thing version being the B plus yeah. A minus <clears throat> tier
0: main eventer. Yeah. So so the there, so there's that there's that rumor. Okay, there's also a second rumor going around that the storyline is is essentially the complete opposite of that, where Roman Reigns is going to retain the title at Royal Rumble. He's going to be the champion and the rock and Roman Reigns are going to fight each other for the championship at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is going to go over on the rock and then Cody Rhodes is going to then somehow get a title shot. At SummerSlam and that's when the title will be dropped is at SummerSlam. I imagine that because essentially I think the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania is Money in the Bank. So I imagine Cody Rhodes, if if that storyline is correct, Cody Rhodes loses the Royal Rumble. He's still on this downward fucking kind of spiral and then he goes to the Money in Bank and, he, and I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he wins it. And then he does the good guy, the right thing, and he, he cashes it in months in advance and says I want to wrestle you at SummerSlam for the championship. This is me cashing in my money in the bank. So <clears throat> I'm not sure really anymore which one of these fucking outcomes is is more possible. I don't know that I really care or want not that I care, but I I don't want to see Roman Reigns lose the championship to Cody Rhodes at a summer slam. I'd rather see it at wrestle fucking mania. I think a lot of people would. And I think that that would be a grave mistake to make him lose the championship. And cause what's going to likely happen if they go this other route and who knows, maybe it's not going to be Randy Orton because AJ Styles can carry the strap. I mean, they've, He's had it, so I think, right? Yeah, he's been the WWE champion. So it could it could go either way between either of them. I definitely don't think LA Knight has a chance in hell of fucking carrying it at least to WrestleMania. Uh, if they wanted to pull a real swerve, man, you let LA Knight win that fatal four-way, and then at the next whatever it is what's the february pay-per-view is it uh elimination elimination, chamber yeah it might be you have him defend it at elimination chamber and then roman reigns wins it back or something you know
1: but it it just seems like a waste dude because if you do shit like that if you do shit like that within the next three months where he drops the title it essentially everything up until this moment the 1400 day reign it's meaningless 1400 or whatever
0: <laughs> How long has it been? It's been like three years and change, maybe. So it's is has he breached a thousand days? I think he has right?
1: reached a thousand days.
0: So that's probably like three and a half years ish, maybe, is where he's at. I, feel I like he's at fourteen hundred or something, or getting or close well, to shit, it. Where he's four, at? Him. Oh, I mean, shit, fourteen hundred would be four years, because right I
1: think or so. ish. Oh, let me let me Google it, we're So go go ahead and give me but, your. Well, pen. anyways, if he drops it at any point before WrestleMania then that essentially takes away all the allure, the prestige of the title itself. And that means that's a wasted opportunity to make a made man at this mm, point. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So he has made it to 1,229 days.
1: 1,400. He won it August 30th, 2020. So, so what's the modern era record? Somebody said it's Hogan, right? Mm, it's 1,400
0: days. Let's see. Longest. Modern era. Longest. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know. What would you consider the modern era to start?
1: I don't I don't know, but that's what the era, I think that WWE was like the number champion. that was thrown
0: around. Ten longest reigning WWE champions of all time. Okay. Man, AJ Styles is actually on the list at number 10, 371 days for some reason. That's man, just a year. Just a year. Uh 17. Randy Savage, same thing, 371. John Cena had it for 381 days. Then we go to CM Punk at 434. Brock Lesnar at 500. Pedro Morales, 1027. Roman Reigns well this was back when it was 1109 days so that's a little oh yeah Hulk Hogan 1474
1: but he's number 3 But that but there's that's the story that they're telling right okay
0: cuz then Bob Backlund and Bruno Sammartino are the next two highest guys which for like was 10 years. oh 2100 days and 2800 days for Bruno Sammartino man Jesus, Jesus Christ yeah that's 11 it's 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 more than oh wait uh he, uh, Bruno San Martino held the title for 4,000 days in title reigns, which is equates to more than 11 years in two separate reigns. Yeah. That's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. So they're not, I mean, that's not being touched anytime soon no. at all because nobody would want that anyways. But right. that's why they go for the Hulk Hogan because it's the more yeah. realistic number at 1,400 and days. it's probably the one that people care about more. Yeah. Because the other one's not being touched.
0: So right now at 1,229 days, okay, he won it August 30th, 2000. Twenty, so SummerSlams in August. So if the storyline of getting him, oh, he's he's just snoring because he's he's a little fucking bastard, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rex, he's sitting here just, oh, just conked out, dead. Um, because if you look at the when is when is August thirtieth? Because then what if they wanted to get to just four years, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's fourteen hundred. So uh, or see, if they're calendar. just trying to surpass Hulk Hogan because
0: it's only january so it, it's at least 200 days until fucking SummerSlam. i mean august 30 okay august 30th is a friday so august 31st is a saturday so if he if he if they did it
1: if they dropped the title if he drops the title it'll be that at, day
0: if they did SummerSlam, fuck let me just look and see if they have when SummerSlam is i swear to god if it's august 31st then we might may we may have just cracked the code and figured it out that this is what they're gonna do <laughs> yeah. uh let's see SummerSlam 2024 Summersault. That's not what I fucking... <laughs> That's is, that is not what I fucking clicked Summer at all. Summer Slam 2024. Summer Slam 2024. Get okay. Your Sam. Possible location. Uh, I don't care about the fucking location. I want to know... Oh, they're saying it's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, shit. August 31st, 2024. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Never mind. Hold on. <laughs> wait, what? That's the Bash in Berlin... So SummerSlam, wait. So when the fuck is SummerSlam? Uh, They're probably going to change that. I imagine that maybe they're going to change that to be fucking. Well, what's the point of what do you, why do you bring that up? Well, because that's what I'm saying. If, if that was their plan, wait, backlash isn't going to be in France. Wow. <laughs> fuck that. They're going Euro. Money in the bank's going to be July 6th. All right. And then back in, yeah, Bash in Berlin is August 31st. 31st. So when the fuck is SummerSlam?
1: uh maybe they just jam it they may, maybe they have two pay-per-views in one month oh shit maybe and they're gonna just do it the week before or maybe yeah because maybe they'll have i don't remember if clash at the castle oh yeah if that that was an event yeah. i don't know if they had another event like a week or two after I'm trying to think i don't know but so would that be the 200 mark or you were saying August or October? Well, August 30th would be the f- would be the exact four-year mark. So,
0: wow, well, what if they haven't dropped the title in fucking Berlin at this new pay-per-view? Maybe that's what they're going to do because it doesn't look like SummerSlam has a date, and they're saying that they've already scheduled this bash in Berlin for August 31st, so that means at some point, SummerSlam is going to have to take place either in August or they're going to push it to September. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they push it to September
1: and then, you know... I have no idea. I don't know. All I know is that there hasn't, it hasn't felt like, uh, if anything happens with the title change, it feels like it happens at the big four. Yeah, it's never, it's not, it's not, It. well, there's no, it's rarely it's as of late, at least they're not doing them. Yeah. So maybe this would be one of those situations where they give people, they throw people bone. And for, for once, for one of the monthly pay-per-views that are not the big four you you go in not expecting Rome or Cody Cody Rhodes to win. Yeah, if he actually is the number one contender via the Royal Rumble, true to actually win at one of the smaller pay per views. If they actually do it, it's very so that way you can get to the fourteen seventy five or fourteen seventy six mark. Right, the Hulk Hogan. Hogan, yeah, and they can he can beat it, yeah. And then still seems like a waste, though. I agree. It does seem like a fucking it should be at WrestleMania. I agree. It should be at WrestleMania. And I don't know, man, not to knock on the rock, but he is what? 50 plus years old, maybe even 60. Well,
0: and he's been out of the game, man. He's not relevant in wrestling in terms of storyline
1: anymore. Yes.
0: The rock is always, always going to be a draw. There is nothing on the face of Earth or fucking space or in some dimension that's not ours that will ever stop the rock from being a draw to professional wrestling. It's, it, it has always been and always shall be, but he doesn't need it. He's not around. I, I just, I don't know.
1: The Kurt, the, uh, his current condition <laughs> or physical fitness. Yeah. I mean, him going at it with uh gender Mahal for a brief <laughs> second. I don't know if you saw the end of that mm-hmm. segment, but, he was pretty winded. Yeah. Cutting that. But, you know, should I sit at the, should I sit at a booth at the bar or at the head of the
0: table? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, you know,
1: again, being in
0: movie shape and wrestling shape is a lot, it's a lot different. It's very much so not the same thing. So I. I.
1: I don't know. Give me Cody Rhodes. I, yeah, give me Cody Rhodes. And Roman You need the Rocky story, dude. If they're selling the the, Phil, the Philly- Philadelphia God, thing, God, it's it's a David versus Goliath yeah. type thing. The improbable. I mean, at this point, it is improbable because we're we're all of the belief that Cody Rhodes is never gonna. The, the <laughs> Rhodes family is cursed, dude. At yeah. this point, so make it happen, there, dude. If you if you want to redeem yourself. For all the shit that we put up with for the last two years. Yeah. Please, let us
0: fucking have it. Let let us have one, dude. Let us have one where the fucking... And again, I'm not a fucking good guy or, or a face mark, all right? I usually like the heels. But Cody Rhodes is just such a good dude, man. He just loves the fucking business, bro. Seeing him fucking sign all those autographs at the live afterwards, that wasn't even a fucking main... That wasn't even televised. It was just this was this was for nothing. And he stayed after for forty five minutes and signed everybody's thing and took a picture with every single fucking person that wanted one. And that's a fucking that's a good dude right there. Also, some guy fucking put a thing up saying, "Hey, Cody Rhodes, will you be my best man at the thing?" And Cody Rhodes saw it and guess what? Now he's gonna be the best, the guy's best man on at, at his fucking wedding because all he did was ask. So you know. I'm thinking maybe we can take advantage of this and maybe we tag Cody Rhodes until he stops fucking, until he answers us. And we just say, hey, Cody Rhodes, would you love to come
1: on the Game Rage Wrestling podcast? Dude, have you seen a <laughs> have you seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. I don't remember who Mac wrote to as a 10 year old boy with cancer. Oh, it was a baseball player guy. I think it was yeah. Brian Howard.
0: Yeah, I saw that episode. And then he shows up and he's like oh yeah it's <laughs> like well it's me <laughs> or we so, say it was his brother do you say it was his little brother or his son or something and he said he died or- oh
1: no no never mind it was chase Utley. chase Utley. there you go that's who it was yeah, yeah it was I chase Utley. so uh maybe we had to pull, pull some dirty shit like that where we, <laughs> where we pretend we're a 10 year old kid with cancer Or what if we pretend?
0: What if if we say Rexy, because he's the most adorable of the dogs, right? What if we say that he he has has cancer cancer and his his only wish is to get (laughs) Cody Rhodes to be on the podcast with him, even though he sleeps through all of them, he still. Would love to have Cody Rhodes on. I think that's what. And then maybe we do that thing where you do like day one of asking Cody Rhodes to be on the podcast for my dying dog's last wish. You know, or some shit, and then like, just and then just tag him every day. Yeah. And eventually, he's such a good guy. He would eventually, at least, maybe answer. Yeah. I mean, listen, the rub from an- him answering would be fucking very helpful to us anyways so either way we win
1: i guess yeah and since you brought up the house show yeah uh, i think i sent you a message or we briefly talked about uh because there was a match i think on this past raw oh yeah cody rhodes versus shinsuke Shinsuke in a a street fight in a street fight with the match being identical or or pretty fucking close nearly identical to what we saw so we're of the opinion now that these house shows are dress rehearsal for the taped shows. Yeah. At least that's what I think happens so that it flows better when they actually do it. Right. But I mean, I don't know. That's just us speculating. But but it is weird that it happened to be both. Yeah, the identical matches. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, so. and that's where and that's where I'm saying that I think that at the Royal Rumble we're gonna see because they haven't announced a, a a match for the World Heavyweight Championship. So I'm of the opinion that we're gonna see Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins in some sort of match for for that fucking championship. And it's probably going to have some weird promo in the middle. Like, like he tried to do with the microphone. I (laughs) swear to God, man, if it goes down like that, then we know it is confirmed. It's already in my mind confirmed, but this would be double fucking confirmed.
1: Yeah. uh, I actually hope, I don't know. As far as the Royal Rumble goes and matches, uh, do you think there's actually going to be a match held for the world heavyweight championship? There might be. I wouldn't. I
0: would say that. Okay, so right now, the this is what we have just confirmed for the Royal Rumble. Since we're on the subject of this, we have the Fatal Four Way for the Universal Championship. We have the Men's Royal Rumble. We have the Women's Royal Rumble, and we have <laughs> Logan Paul versus uh, Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. Yeah, those are the four things. Now, the two Ro- Royal Rumbles are usually an hour to an hour and ten a piece. So that's two twenty right there. These pay-per-views generally go for three to three and a half hours, so we're probably looking at the Fatal Four Way probably going twenty minutes, maybe twenty, maybe you think it's thirty. Okay, so let's just say that's thirty. Okay, so we got two twenty plus thirty, that puts us at two fifty, and then we've got the Logan Paul and Kevin on that. I think that match goes fifteen minutes. I think they get. I think they'll give them fifteen minutes. Mm. Uh, so then that puts us just a little over three hours, and that's just enough room for one more or two more matches because there's a rumor that the judgment day are going to defend the tag team titles that might be on the pre-show though or whatever they do right there's like a pre-show don't care for it i don't care either but at this point if it's not on the main card then i think that we we could possibly get to see a world heavyweight championship defense or we may see it on monday night raw after the royal rumble i think or maybe even before i don't know might be the week before, because right now we're sitting about two weeks out from the Royal Rumble, because it's the... I, I,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. As we're recording this, it's like two weeks out from the Royal Rumble. So, it, I'm, I'm not really sure what the situation is with the World Heavyweight Championship and who the contenders are, because Drew McIntyre got a match not too long ago, and CM Punk is throwing his, right. his hat in the ring. But I don't think that'll happen at the Royal Rumble with CM Punk. I think...
0: I don't, and here's if if CM Punk gets the match, it's gonna be at WrestleMania. I think that's when it's gonna happen. It has to happen that way. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way they sh- they could do it. I mean, it, listen, okay, I take that back. That's not the. There's no other way they should do it because they could do it a fucking million different ways. But but then I, you just have the squash match with Drew McIntyre. And- right. That's a no. That's a meaningless. That's a yeah. It's a straight up squash match that means <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. And I don't think that. I think they don't care. I think they're just like, this is just to get us to WrestleMania. And again, we have, what would you say it was the, is that the elimination chamber? Is that confirmed that that's, that's happening, right?
1: So it's either February, March. I I think it's,
0: I think it's still here. Well, here I have the pay-per-view schedule right here. It says, okay, we had day one Royal Rumble. Okay. NXT, NXT. Okay. Elimination chamber. It's going to be February 24th in Australia. So I wonder if Bluey will make an appearance.
1: (laughs) Bluey's the sixth or the third man. Oh
0: man, dude, what if they, what if they had somebody come out as Bluey and that's like the fucking order Bluey? Oh man, the blue world order blue world. Oh my God. Oh dude, it writes itself. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So yeah, so that's, that's the next, yeah, that's the next pay-per-view after Royal Rumble. So I, and the one right before WrestleMania. So I would imagine that if we don't see the title defense happen at the Royal Rumble, it's going to be defended in an elimination chamber match. And, Maybe this is where there's some fuckery comes about, and then eh, maybe we end up with a triple threat match at for the world heavyweight championship at WrestleMania, and or maybe, well, I don't think they'd do another fatal four way just two pay per views later for a different title. I think it could potentially be a triple threat match between CM Punk. Mm, I don't know. I don't know who else would be the third man. Maybe Drew McIntyre. At at this
1: point, they've they've thrown doesn't matter. They've thrown him in enough championship matches drew mcintyre is just kind of uh, i
0: mean honestly i'd really like uh, to th- see r-truth be the third fucking the man third in that man. i mean he's he's also in the judgment day just like drew mcintyre so maybe something happens to drew mcintyre right. and,
1: and r-truth moves. since we're on the subject yeah yeah man that that promo oh it's so video good package with with r-truth I'm actually, I'm actually tripping balls now. I, I got my R Truther, R fo- Game Rage Wrestling patented R Truther tinfoil hat. Yeah, this is an R Truther moment, dude. He's starting to be a little revisionist about the history of the Judgment Day. It's actually yeah. kind of throw me off, dude, because he's gaslighting them and tell <laughs> telling them the the history of what they know as the Judgment Day is completely <laughs> incorrect. I mean, not directly telling them, but as he remembers it our truth he's he's rewriting history dude it's it's so strange he's well, it, he's an in, he's an in, interdimensional, interdimensional
0: being yeah he is an interdimensional being and i think that i think they got it wrong when they when they called it the mandela effect i think it's the our truth effect right and our truth is the architect of rewriting the history to what pleases him at the time that he is rewriting it and that's exactly what's happening with that video package. It was it was so good showing them as babies. And he's like, ever since I was born, I always was meant and wanted to be in the judgment day. And it's just it's just so good. And then he's talking about all the shit. And he photo, like he's photoshopped in with them and, and every fucking every good thing that had happened to them. He's just photoshopped in there.
1: Yeah, they have the Abbey Road. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the Beatles Beatles moment, thing, yeah. And
1: he's superimposed on that. All the way up and uh, all the way up until 90s WWE, there was some kind of judgment day poster with, yeah, yeah. with R Truth in it. Oh uh, man, it's so good, dude. It's 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 one of the best things ever. And at this point, I'm I'm I am currently convinced that R Truth is gonna have a Sami Zayn moment with uh with the Judgment Day. I, I can't wait to see how this specifically unfolds. Yeah, oh
0: me too. And one of the best things at the end was when he says, and as we always say in the judgment day. Live, laugh,
1: love. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking so good, man. It was so good. All right, let me let me just double check to see if we got everything. Uh, I mean, just just to quickly, now we're making AEW the footnote. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it is. Uh, so I forgot what pay per view it was. The is it New Year's? I think they called it Revolution or something. No, I think they called it something else this time. I
0: think it was a different name because the New Year's or. It was revolution used to be the beginning of the year pay-per-view, but now this one was something different. Uh,
1: AEW. whoops, I, I don't, I'm, I'm dropping the ball in the name, but ultimately edge had a match where I forgot who he threw. He was supposed to throw somebody through a goddamn table <laughs> and the yeah. guy ended up missing. Well, it wasn't even so much his fault as it was edges where he, excuse me, Adam Copeland, <laughs> where the guy ends up hitting the edge of the table, not landing anywhere near the flaming table. I think it was supposed to be reminiscent of that WrestleMania 2022 moment. Yeah. Uh, between Mick Foley and edge when edge speared Mick Foley through, through the or, table, through the flaming yeah. table. Uh, and it, now you have botchmania written all over that. Oh yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, Samoa Joe is now the AEW champion. Okay, <laughs> I mean that's cool, I guess. I mean he was the Ring of Honor champion. He's concurrently also the Ring of Honor champion, isn't he? Or I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if you drop the title if you are currently maybe. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how they. But he well, was, I, I think, I, going into that. I right? haven't seen him wearing the Ring of Honor championship, so I don't know how that works. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. I guess we'll have to maybe do more research to find out how they how they how they do that in the
1: storyline oh man so then uh adam or rather hangman page Mm. had a match with castagnoli or cut uh fucking claudio castagnoli yeah fucking uh the old cesaro man the end of that match was pretty sweet because he did two buckshot oh yeah yeah i saw that yeah that was that was pretty sweet he got up he hit him with one then he had him on the had him on the ground hangman page comes in with the second one boom I mean it was it was just it looked pretty sweet. Anyways, yeah, great match. It and, was. Uh anyways, that's more or less That's more or less what happened in AEW. Um
0: le- now now let's now that we're okay, we've made them the footnote, let's just talk real quick our Royal Rumble predictions. Okay. okay. Cause this is like I said, two weeks out. This will be the last episode we do before the Royal Rumble live live cast. So this is our our picks have gotta be in.
1: Okay. So <coughs>
0: top five or last five, I guess. What's your, what's your final locked in number. And this is the thing that we don't know is we don't actually know. Cause only four people have technically declared for the Royal rumble as of this point. Yeah. So we don't actually know who is going to be in the whole rumble. We don't know if the guys that are in the, if LA night, we don't know if they're going to be allowed to be in or if it's going to happen after, uh, we don't know if, I mean, I'm sure Kevin Owens and, and old Logan Paul are probably going to be in the Royal Rumble as well. Because in, in years past, if you have a match at the Royal Rumble, you're still in the Royal Rumble unless you are fighting for a, a major championship. Then you're not, you're not in. Mm. Like if you're fighting for the World Heavyweight or, or, or the Universal Championship now as it would be in the years past, you wouldn't be competing in the Royal Rumble. You'd just be in that match. So I don't know if they're going to apply that to this as well or if we're going to get to see these guys do double duty. And I mean, the roster is pretty, pretty large at this point between both shows. So I don't think they need those guys to however, Randy Orton, LA Knight, AJ styles, all guys that are big draws that should be in the Royal rumble by all rights. You know, I mean, it will be sad to not see them in there. Yeah. Even though they're doing a fatal four way match, but anyways, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, So, yeah, yeah. So, I was going to say, I don't know if that's going to affect because, again, I would think that most of those guys would like the three of those guys might be making it to top 10, top five material. They have the very high potential to. But now I don't know if we could, we should even include them because if they're not even in the Royal Rumble match, then
1: fuck, how are we going to know? Yeah, I I left them out of my list. Okay. All right. I'll leave them out of mine then, too. All right. So, so this is just going, I I have, uh, I'm going to make it. The five spot, like the flex spot. Okay. Because I don't really know how this is going to unfold. Yeah. So I based I based my top five on who would realistically carry the title. Uh, who, Who's over? Yeah. Who has the potential to carry the company going forward for like the next two or three years? Yeah. Face or heel? So, man, I really wanted to include Shinsuke, but I, I left him out. And I thought it would be more compelling to have him in the five spot. But I have Sola Sokoa as number five. Okay. And not that the number matters, but. Right. I'll just start from, start from the bottom. Yeah. Solo Sokoa number five, because if they are building him up after he defeated John Cena. Yeah. And if he is supposed to be the next in line for the bloodline, that theoretically they're Trying to set him up for main event material. I yeah. don't think he's that person. I, I think his movesets kind of boring, and I don't find him to be a uh fearsome you know heel or anything. I just I don't he's kind of like a poverty fucking umaga, dude. Yeah. Like I I just don't buy it. I don't right. I don't like it. But it's not really what I think. I think for the company itself, they see him. Yeah. As that guy, but just, I, I don't know. So he's number five. I have Gunther in there in the mix, because if they're going to have a long-standing heel, if this guy's going to get out of the mid-card title picture and in, into the main event, I think Royal Rumble's the place to do it. To start that process. To start that process yeah. to get him into the mix. So I have him in the fold. And that's kind of the problem with... Th- the shit dude is that there's not enough heels being created.
0: Yeah. Well, once Roman reigns is dethroned, there is going to be a power vacuum of heels Mm -hmm. because Roman reigns, once he's dethroned is going to take some time off. I imagine. Right. So there is going to be a large, I don't know, hole in the heel space. So there, I don't know if there's that many guys that are going to be able to take up that
1: mantle. You have Shinsuke, Gunther Imperium. Right. I guess technically the judgment day, but they haven't really been relevant to the main event picture for Finn Balor or True or uh, what's or Damian Priest.
0: Damian Priest. I don't know. Damian Priest is oh man, dude, he's like I hate that fucking that fucking what is that shit around his eyes, the eye line? I hate that shit. I don't know why. <laughs> it just bothers me and I think yeah. it looks so stupid <laughs> and I can't take him seriously as a bad guy.
1: Yeah. So I also kind of justified it that if it gets towards the top five, that it can't just be all faces. So that's why mm-hmm. I also have Solo Sokoa. Yeah. So we have Gunther and, and Solo being the two faces. Right. And then you have. You mean Jay, the two heels? The yeah. Two, the, yeah. Sorry, the two heels. Uh, and then you have Jay, mm-hmm. who's my third person. The guy is just over. And yeah. And I think you he, maybe Ye- he doesn't win it. Maybe
0: he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. It. Maybe, you know, but Yeetie McEderson over here. Yeah. He's over, like you
1: said. He's over. People love him. You could see it on on television. If you go out to the events, you see that people love his shit. Yeah. Uh, So maybe a potential winner for the Royal Rumble. Um, If they do want to finish the story for him to take the title off of Roman Reigns, then so be it. But he's in my top five. Yeah. So that's the start of the face portion. Yeah, yeah. Fourth person, Cody Rhodes, at this point, probably in my opinion, a lock for top oh, five yeah. at least. So you have the two faces, two heels, uh, with Cody Rhodes. We all, we all know the deal. Got to finish the story from thirty nine or WrestleMania yeah, thirty nine. Right, right, right. Uh, and last spot goes CM Punk, the wild card. Not really face or I mean, he's playing him. He's playing himself as a face within the company right now, but who the fuck knows when it comes to the Royal Rumble, maybe we'll, maybe he'll do some dirty shit. So he's the wild card. And I think that kind of creates a nice balance as far as the top five of Royal Rumble. So what, what do you got? Uh,
0: yeah, honestly, my list is basically the exact same as yours. And again, the numbers mean nothing, yeah. but it's, it's not the order in which they're going to go out or anything like that. But yeah, I agree. They need to have viable heels. And the only two that are really the only difference is I might subtract Solo Sokoa and put in the Miz instead the, of him. The Miz, I would because he's he's a he he's Healy mm. and he's good at it. He's believable and the only real viable heels I see that are in the main it could be in the main event picture are yeah you either got your Gunther I do think Solo Sokoa, there's something there I think he's believable as a heel obviously and he's a and the, believable as a dangerous heel even though his moveset's kind of limited and he's suffering from the John Cena treatment where he's, you know, he's got like six moves and that's it. And I don't, I listen, that Samoan spike, I, thing is dumb, it. I hate it, but he is being portrayed as an imposing figure. But And I think that's, or, or a dastardly, non dastardly with sort of, I, I think he's believe he's, he's, it, I can buy him as a heel is what I'm getting at basically. So I think that maybe him, but I, I'd probably lean more towards the Miz. Being in the top five to, to for the heel portion, and I don't think Shinsuke makes to the t- is, is going to be in the top five just because. Yeah, I don't think he does. I either. think the storyline with that because Cody needs something to do to get him to fucking WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and they're going to continue that feud. Right. In my opinion, uh, I think that basically he, he's going to Shinsuke is going to get eliminated by Cody early on. I feel as though Cody Rhodes may be the number one entrant to further add to the story and kind of make it seem more impossible that when, when he eventually wins, I do think Cody Rhodes will probably win the Royal rumble. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that's, that's, they put him at number one and I think there will be a, a phase, maybe Shinsuke's 10 or something somewhere around there. And I think there will be a phase when the ring is cleared out and it's just the two of them for the two minutes. And Cody Rhodes is going to have his stone cold, Steve Austin, Royal rumble moment where he eliminates. Well, well, Stone Cold eliminated, I think, Bret Hart or somebody and tossed him, up, dumped him over. And then he sits there on the ropes and he's just waiting and he's just doing that thing. On his lot like, he's, he hasn't, not wearing a watch, but he's looking at it and he's like, come on. Like he just keeps eliminating people as they come out. And that was kind of cool. So I think we'll get to see that between Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke and, and Cody Rhodes will straight up eliminate him in a fair and balanced and total Face good guy way and it's gonna piss off shinsuke and he's gonna come back at the end and do something now whether it's successful or not is anybody's guess if they really don't if 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 shinsuke comes back out and eliminates cody rhodes mm. from the royal rumble that's when you know cody rhodes will never be given the fucking title that's when you know for sure they're never gonna give it to him cry forever dude he'll i'll cry forever too I'd be so sad. Well, you'll hear it live when when we when we're, oh, when we're shit, fucking yeah. we're gonna cry on on the podcast. Yeah. So I don't think I think that that's what the, I don't think Shinsuke is in the top five just for that reason right there. Mm. And maybe he comes back and tries to do some shit and then it pisses off Cody. Hey, I got this title match, but you know what? Like I said, they need something for him to do because he's not gonna wrestle whoever he's gonna challenge for the championship, right? Albeit Roman Reigns or or otherwise, they're not gonna wrestle in between now and then. So gonna need a storyline to keep them going so that's what they're they'll continue that feud i think so cm punk i think cm punk probably gets close and then just goes comes out and just says man i was like I was number two maybe it comes down to cody Rhodes and cm punk as the final two perhaps it's kind of what i'm seeing it go down as and that would be cool to see uh i, I would enjoy that and then cody eliminates them and then you know all oh, they shake hands at the end and then fucking they go off and then cm punk comes out on raw the next night or monday night and says ah, i was this close i was so close but you know what seth rollins you're still a son of a bitch and i'm gonna fuck you up and then and then then they start their feud or whatever and then they fight at wrestlemania and then like i said maybe there's a triple threat or maybe 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 uh maybe somebody gets thrown in as the triple threat to that you know who knows so i, I don't know maybe gunther gets thrown in there i don't know just for the shit of it just
1: just because yeah, it'd be cool to have something with maybe the Elimination Chamber to have yeah. uh, what the number one contendership for the World Heavyweight Championship. So you, obviously, you have the Royal Rumble Right, winner has the choice. And then, yeah, the Elimination Chamber comes and six people go in. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, maybe that's how CM Punk gets his title. His match. title shot. That's that's yeah, that's plausible. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. That's your that's how you got so that's yourself. That's where I'm shaking
0: it out. I'm going with the Miz instead of Solo Skoa. So the, the list is otherwise the same. Okay. So we
1: will see if we're right
0: in in the in the end. And also before we go move on from the Royal Rumble, I wanna know, do you have any predictions for guest appearances? For the surprise appearances at the Royal Rumble or the surprise entrance, I guess uh, we'll all right. call
1: them. I'm gonna stick with my choice, the most realistic one, Rob Van Dam, number yeah, one. That's a good one. I and agree with that. That's the only one I have.
0: Okay. I, I am going to fucking go out on a conspiracy theory limb here. And there's one that I really do legitimately think is going to come out. I think that fucking the old perfect 10 Tide Dillinger Ty returns, Dillinger. And I mean, I love that. that. That fucking theme song he had is Tide Dillinger was so good, man. And I mean, his Sean Spears one that was in AEW was pretty fucking good, too. But I think he comes out and I hope... I hope that he gets a reaction. Good, bad, or indifferent, or good, good, or good or bad doesn't matter. I just hope it's not indifference. I hope nobody looks and goes, who the fuck is this guy? Because he hasn't been on AEW TV or been relevant in forever. They just put him on the shelf. I mean, he was big and and contributing in the first couple of years of AEW. And the last maybe 12 to 18 months, they've just been paying him to basically sit at home, I guess. So now his deal ended. It's up. And so now that's what I'm thinking, oh, maybe he maybe he goes back to WWE. I don't know. I don't know if they do anything with him. I mean, he's you know that, that would be a cool surprise engine that I would like to see if these if he's going to return. I thought that perfect ten gimmick was cool. Um, now here is the other one, as we talked about. MJF just dropped his title a couple weeks ago. His contract is also up, and again, don't know if uh, Tony Khan is is just playing a, is is actually a dumb guy or just plays one on TV, but he seems to to not have secured a deal. With MJF yet, as far as I'm aware, so I think I think we maybe see MJF come out on fucking at the Royal Rumble as a surprise entrant. That would be kind of fucking interesting to see. What would you?
1: What would you say? What would you? I don't know about that MJF. Fight. You don't think he's coming out? Fuck you don't think no, it's gonna dude. happen? Guy's gonna be a big fish in a small pond. So stick to AEW. I mean, okay, I think he should stick to AEW. But I think it'd be cool as shit to see. I'm not saying it, it wouldn't be cool. Is it realistic? far I don't, uh, I think it's realistic. I think it could happen. All right, yeah, you, that's your number two. That yeah, is the, that's my second one. That's I, The pipe dream. That's one.
0: the pipe dream one. I do agree with you about Rob Van Dam. I think that would be fucking pretty cool. And <clears throat> there were uh, rumors of in the Women's Royal Rumble that Naomi was coming back. You know the glow, the glow shoes, and the glow everything because she was in. AEW is... Fuck, I don't remember what her name was in AEW, but I guess her deal is up and she... They're talking about her coming back. Mm-hmm. Also, I read a rumor that Rey Mysterio has healed from his knee surgery that he had or whatever he had to get done. Because he had to have some kind of knee surgery or something. Okay. And I heard that he he's, he's, he's cleared up now, allegedly. Okay. So I think he'll be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Possibly he will eliminate Dominic and maybe fucking start another feud <laughs> with him again, I think, is yeah. probably what will happen. But... That'd be interesting to see. But, yeah, I think Rob Van Dam for sure should come out. That'd be fucking cool. Give him one last, you know, one last uh, be- basking in the sunlight of fame and then let him let him roll off Rise into the sunset. To the sunset. Yeah. So
1: do you think The Rock shows up as an entrant? No, because you don't want to squander his. I mean, shit, is he even in shape for...
0: Well, if he goes in and he
1: gets fucking eliminated real quick or there's some fuckery, you know, who knows? Maybe the blood,
0: maybe, maybe uh, Solo Sokoa and, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, the other Uso brother. Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. Maybe he, maybe they fucking double team eliminate him or some shit. Hit him with a chair and then, you know, uh, who knows? You got to protect uh, his image till WrestleMania if he, If he is going to actually fight Roman Reigns? Yeah. I guess maybe, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. We shall see. So, anyways, all right. So that was our Royal Rumble uh, predictions and everything. So now, let's get on to the uh, the old promo here. So promo. Let's do the. You want to do the promo first, or do you want to do the match first? Okay. Okay. So the promo that we were talking about specifically. Let me let me pull up. Let me re pull up the fucking video so I can get everybody on this. Okay. So this is a promo cut by Paul Heyman. It was on. Friday Night SmackDown November 15th 2001 Now if you are watching this on YouTube or if you're if you don't have the Peacock if you do not have the Peacock then I would say go to YouTube and you can find this. It's not going to be the exact same thing, but just go watch it and then come back. If you're if you've got the Peacock then go, if you if you, if you own the cock, you got the cock, if you subscribe to the cock, that's a, that's a better one, subscribe. To the, we should make a sign for the next thing we go to saying that you, people should subscribe to the cock. <laughs> Probably would get kicked out, but whatever. Anyways, so if you go to the Friday Night Smackdown, and as we found out, it's not very intuitive to find actual Smackdown episodes, but... Yes. You go there. You go to the November fifteenth, two thousand one episode, and cue it up to thirty three minutes and seventeen seconds, and then that's where we're going to hit play from. So we're going to watch it. You're not going to be able to hear it, but um, you know, it's it's going to be. We'll just watch it together.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it works out better that you want to listen to the promo and then listen to what we say afterwards, that also then you can do do that.
0: that, But if you, for those that want to listen to it as we're as we're watching it, then go ahead because we may pause it. And and discuss at something it's like if you said you know we may pause it who knows but yeah. let's go all right here we go so we're gonna hit play in three two one play okay all right so so never ne- belay that when I just said never mind because we we had some problems I cut it all out so you didn't have to hear us fucking going back and forth about it but yeah essentially we just we just figured out that. I think we need to do something else to make the fucking thing not record onto mm-hmm. the actual recording. So we can't play this shit because of copyrights, obviously. So what we're going to do is we're just going to pause it and then you can go watch it. We're going to watch it and then we'll come back. So we're going to watch right now. So go ahead and cue it up and watch it and we'll we'll be right back. All right. So that was the promo. The pipe the original pipe bomb where where Paul Heyman cuts a fatty fucking promo on Vince McMahon. And I have to say that was that was fucking great. <laughs> there was a there was a lot of there was a
1: lot of hate there. Yeah. I mean as much if, if this was acting then damn. Man. That was real believable. Oh yeah. It felt real from the heart. I mean dude, it towards the last 10 minutes of it, it felt that was straight from the heart, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was,
0: man, about how he stole his legacy and everything was stolen from him. Vince McMahon just rebranded everything and and turned it into attitude. Oh, it's attitude. It's this attitude. And to to a certain point, I mean that is correct. That is true. The 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 Attitude Era probably would have never existed if ECW wasn't around. Because I think that's why, in the end, Vince bought ECW. I don't think he bought it because he needed to, because ECW was a non-factor. I think he had done business with Paul Heyman in the past, and I think he liked Paul Heyman. I I think he realized that Paul Heyman is a great mind in professional wrestling, he's just a terrible businessman Mm -hmm. and didn't get, and maybe he's not even a terrible, maybe that's unfair to Paul Heyman, but he didn't get the breaks. He didn't get the monetary inheritance. Sure. That could have helped maybe make ECW a real contender in terms of nationwide, or worldwide exposure mm-hmm. to keep them afloat because that's, that's initially why EC there or at the end of the day, that's why ECW died was because they lost the TV deal and that was it. And at that time period, there was no internet. There was no, Oh yeah, we could just go on the fuck, We could just do an internet show and people will watch that and we'll sell advertising and make money that way. Nah, that didn't exist. So once you lose your TV deal, you're dead, you're dead in the water. And that's, that's what happened. And so I think Vince bought ECW out of respect for Paul Heyman and the contributions that he could make. And let's be honest, the contributions he did make to the WWF slash WWE going forward, Paul Heyman had a great impact upon and And even still to this day still has a great impact on WWE storylines and programming because he's there. He's still in it. Yeah. So one of the things that I did think was funny Man, they used to treat those fucking microphones like shit, dude. They just, they throw them and then you, when they hit, you hear that, like that electrical fucking shock noise as if the microphone is actually damaged. Yeah. But, anyways, I just thought that was funny because I heard that. But I, that promo was fucking great. Everything he said was, was really just spot on. Yeah. He kind of repeated himself a couple times, but I think that's just natural being in the moment of, You could tell this wasn't scripted. That's, that's another thing. This was back before this shit was written by writers and it was fucking heavily curated and heavily scripted, which is part of, which is part of what I don't like about wrestling today. I don't like the promos being scripted. I don't like it being, I don't like it. I don't, I don't want an actor delivering lines. I want a guy to go out there and tell me some real shit. You know what I'm saying? And that right there. Yes. Maybe the concepts were spoken of or or rehearsed beforehand, but everything he was saying was fucking just being done mostly in the moment is what it feels like. And that's fucking – that's that's sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. That's as much, as, as, much as, as much as Paul Heyman hates it, yeah, hate yeah. that term. But it, that's wrestling right there. That's pro wrestling, That's man. wrestling. That's wrestling, god damn it. And I fucking love it, man. Yeah. I love
1: every fucking second of it. So for me, the promo didn't start until maybe the halfway point because the first half, I'm like, eh. That far, that part felt more fictitious. Uh-huh. He's like, "Oh, your 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 daughter and your son are gonna take you out. Oh, yeah, you're it's so storyline you're, 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 so, you're so out of touch with wrestling and what yeah. the fans want." That part I wasn't really that intrigued on. But when he starts getting to why he is in the position that he is with building the company, oh my god! When, yeah, when he's talking about you built your billion dollar company on the backs of Hulk Hogan. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels.
0: When he says that, man, he says you you built Titan Towers on the blood of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You you built you bought an airplane off of the off of killing Bret Hart's dream. Yeah. You stole Shawn Michaels' smile, man. That fucking sequence of lines was so good. So fucking good. Why and, why do you say that? Well, because that's the whole beauty of wrestling is i i can't say this without fucking offending somebody so i'm just gonna fucking say it there's there's an old saying that goes the best lies always have just a little bit of truth mixed in Mm -hmm. and this that that applies to storytelling i think that applies to entertainment and the best entertainment always has just a little bit of fucking truth mixed into it. And to me, that, those statements right there.
1: Okay, the Shawn Michaels one specifically.
0: I don't, I don't think that, okay, so like that one specifically, I don't think that, that Vince had anything to do with Shawn Michaels fucking having his drug problem or any of that shit, right? I mean, granted, yes, did they do, did, did, did wrestling take that toll on Shawn Michaels and give him a drug problem? Yes. Did Vince McMahon do anything to alleviate that? Probably not. Because he just wanted to make sure that he was making that fucking money. And I'm not saying he didn't care about his guys or any of that stuff, because I don't know, I wasn't there. But I could see it, and from accounts of, of people who were there, eh, it, he just they, he put up with a lot of Shawn Michaels' bad behavior because Shawn Michaels was making him fucking money instead of saying, Hey man, you need to go to fucking rehab or you need to go do this and take a step back for a while. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, he said, ah, we'll keep continuing to put up with this so we can, we can keep getting this money. Yeah. So, but that, that's that, that thing of, of the usury that he's talking about that Paul Heyman is, is referring to because all of those guys left the company at one point right hulk hogan left and went to wcw because greener pastures he wasn't making as much money as he could have because vince was was pocketing the money right he wasn't paying him good he wasn't paying him well i mean maybe not well maybe he wasn't paying him enough there we go that's what that's what he should be the way i'm sure he was paying him well but it wasn't enough it wasn't what he likely deserved same thing with bret hart he used he used bret hart Excellent fucking wrestler, an excellent, sure, maybe not so good on the mic, but I mean, in terms of technical wrestling, there might not be another one j- just quite as good as Bret Hart. I think the match that we're going to watch with these two guys is probably as close as it is ever going to get, and they may even be better than him. I don't know. But at that time period, and the contribution that Bret Hart made to technical wrestling, those two guys, Kurt Angle, Christopher, those guys don't exist if Bret Hart isn't around. So what did Vince McMahon do at the, at the first sign of trouble? He, the Montreal screw job and then Bret Hart's leaving. So he just fucking screws him over because Bret Hart didn't want to do, didn't want to do the job. So Vince McMahon made him do the job, right? Usury. It's the, it's the, it's the using of people that I think that is, that's the truth. That's the little bit of truth that's built in is because having these guys be independent contractors. So you don't have to give them health insurance, that's the fucking, you're a billion dollar corporation yet every single one of your employees, that's a professional wrestler that is going out there day in and day out and fucking killing themselves basically for you. You don't even want to let, you don't want to pay for them to have health insurance. That's the little bit of truth that's sprinkled into that, that that's what he's hitting at is you're just using all these guys to make your billions, but not helping them out on the back end. And And granted I won't, I, I'll say that's likely that's not, Fully, the truth. Obviously, it's the sprinkle of truth. Because Vince, Vince does take care of guys. He does, he does that. There's He's got these legends contracts now, or did when he was, you know, running, calling all the shots before he got bought or before he sold it. But you know, he had the legends contracts for hey, guys that were not able to wrestle anymore. Cool, you put them on a legends contract and they can still get paid. You know, their their contributions to the business are being paid back by being a coach or being on a legends contract or whatever the fuck the case may be. So he would take care of people in that aspect. But like I said, it's that little tiny bit of truth sprinkled in about using people that made that, that it, that was the venom of the promo. It wasn't the bite that got, it was the, that, that specific thing was the venom of the promo, which is, which is also what made it hit hard too.
1: Yeah. The part I really enjoyed was uh, him Saying, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin drank his first beer in ECW. Yeah. pretty much, like, there was a number of people that were part of ECW that ended up in... The WWF. The WWF. And that includes Taz. Yeah. So it was a bit ironic that at the end of the promo, that Taz ends up choking him out because Paul Heyman was the guy that said that Taz was, you know, the wrestler. I mean, there was... I forgot what the podcast I was listening to, if if it was, uh, it's one of those uh, seminar interview things where Mm -hmm. they've sat down with Paul Heyman. They were talking about the beginnings of ECW and what he was looking for within the company is just people looking to make wrestling like an art form. Yeah. And and for anybody to test out what they want to do, there's no restrictions on what they could do, right? Yeah. Taz was somebody... That said, he could literally choke anybody out. He was a martial artist. He, right. He, yeah. He was. He knew. I guess he was becoming familiar with uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. Right. And he told Paul Heyman, "He's like, I think I could literally choke out anybody. That's why everybody feared Taz." But to see Taz doing commentary for SmackDown for the WWF, you know, they eventually got bought out. Everything. It's just. Yeah. It's like fuck that. That is just a horrible situation because Paul Heyman was the guy that even though it's in kayfabe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That he ended up choking him out. I was like, fuck, that's kind of depressing. And also the part about, he was like, dude, you stole all my ideas. Like, it, Attitude Era is ECW, and now you're right. just calling it the Attitude Era and uh, all the territory shit. He's like, you put everybody out of business, and this is what you get, and now you're going to get yours with your family. Yeah. It was just a great promo, dude. It, I, it was, I fucking man. loved it,
0: it. It was, and you know, it – Those things, those things about Hulk Hogan and and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and all that stuff, that just tells you how how invested Paul Heyman is in the rest in professional wrestling. Because Paul Heyman wasn't working for those companies at the time that these things were going on, but yet Paul Heyman knows about the Shawn Michaels lost his smile fucking promo. He knows about Bret Hart having a dream. He knows about Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. My blood, my sweat, and my tears, brother. Like that's what he's referring to. He's referring to those promos, and and that's fucking really cool to see. That's really cool to see. And then also, um, with with the way with him talking about you know Taz and and that kind of stuff. Fuck, man, it was just so good. Just everything was great. It was it really highlights that Paul Heyman knows fucking wrestling. That's
1: you know, and the cat. Yeah, the cap to it was Vince McMahon saying he was going to choke like he's yeah done his whole life. at the end.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was, I was also like, damn three.
1: You know, one sentence. One sentence. Paul like, Heyman
0: I'm- ranted for ten minutes, and then again, Vince McMahon comes in, gets cho- Paul Heyman gets choked out, and then he literally says one sentence and tosses the mic, and it's over. And that's the really in that storyline, the tragic figure is Paul Heyman. The tragedy is on Paul Heyman altogether. He is the sympathetic character, and but yet he's the villain. And Vince McMahon is the literal billionaire. It should be reversed. The roles should be reversed in this instance, but it's funny that they're not. The fans do not see this aspect of it. They see this as... Someone's coming in to attack the thing that I love, which is the big billion dollar fucking corporation giving me the rasslings.
1: Yeah. Give me the rest.
0: And one of the, another ironic thing, which is nothing to do with this was the, the fucking kids that had the RVD fucking like the thumbs the big thumb things and they were booing Paul Heyman <laughs> yeah. with the RVD thumbs. And I'm like, you dumb bastards. He's in the goddamn Alliance. You can't fucking be a fan of RVD and be booing Paul Heyman. Yeah. You fucking idiots. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish I, 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 man, it'd be funny to find out who those kids are and where they're at now. Cause they're, they're probably like, you know, in their, that was what, 20 years ago that fucking promo 21, 22 and oh, shit. Probably like 24 or five years ago now. Cause they were about eight or nine. So they're probably like our age. So we can fucking be like, Oh, Hey, you go. What was your thought behind booing? Like, did you, did you understand the irony and, and fucking, are you just dumb? I don't know. I just was like, man, that's, that's fucking hilarious. And it's great how the camera work is, was still so good back then. Oh man. You know, Can't, what, when they were zooming in on Taz, As Paul Heyman was saying how he was a fat little bitch basically and used to be a real man, man, just this, that was so good, man. Just cutting to it. And oh yeah, I can't wait to see what this fucking Chris Benoit match right now. Also, I think I just had an idea, a spark of inspiration of how to make this work so we can watch it and hear the comment or hear the match live and not have to have it on mute. So let me, uh, let me, let me do that real quick. Do you have anything to say or you want to just, I just got to grab one little thing out of the bag.
1: Oh no! Let's uh, let's get to this Crispin. All right, why don't I, you introduce us to
0: this match real quick and just—is there any, is there any backstory to this? Is there? Any, I'm sure there
1: is, but that's oh, not the it? reason okay. that I'm
0: trying so to. So why? What's the reason why you wanted me wanted us to discuss and watch this
1: match? It's because the match is visually pleasing, man. It's the it's the moves. It's how stiff the slaps are, the chops. Um, it's. It's real wrestling, dude. I don't know how else to describe it. It's the yeah. uh, I'm not hearing yeah, in Okay. I'm gonna plug it into here. Alright, cool. Well, um yeah, it's just the suspension of disbelief for this match. It's like, wow, these guys are creating art in the ring and this is just a regular smackdown.
0: Yeah, it's not even uh it's not even a fucking what? It's nothing. It's not even a pay-per-view. It's just basic-ass... A basic-ass match on SmackDown. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's cue it up. Let me, let me pull it up here. We got... Sports Entertainment. Oh, wait. What the hell? That's the bop, wrong bop, bop, thing. Bop. Let's go to Friday Night SmackDown on Peacock. Okay, now let's go back. Okay, so now this is also on a Friday Night SmackDown. It's from November 14th, <clears throat> 2002. So now that I just had the genius stroke of an idea to uh to plug in the headphones directly to the laptop instead of true story. running it through here so we don't have to worry about it playing on the thing true story. now we can listen to everything All so right. and, and we can watch it live and you'll you'll hear it so let me just make sure that this is on headphone mode uh let's see oh
1: yeah brother
0: uh let me take it off of uh, pro To chat oh i wonder if maybe if i click this one if that's how, how we do it but okay is it going? Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. I can't believe that just fucking happened. Yeah. So I actually, when when I said that just now, that I clicked a button, apparently whatever I clicked made it stop recording. And because we were watching the actual match, I couldn't actually see that it wasn't recording so we talked and watched this whole match and it didn't record anything however it wasn't even the match it wasn't even the correct match that adam wanted to watch so that was actually good now i don't have to go back and edit something so uh we're gonna find the match real quick yeah and i'm gonna pause and then we'll be we'll we'll, we'll We'll be be on our way we'll be on our way finally man we just wasted so much time but luckily for you it was it was basically nothing yeah you're not
1: gonna know the difference yeah this this was pretty funny all right hang
0: on we'll be we'll be right back
1: Okay, all right. We, we found the goddamn match. Oh, my God. <laughs> it took us another fucking 20 minutes. But dude, we are so stupid. We, <laughs> well, actually, that's, it's, it's not our fault. It's its everybody else's fault.
0: You're right. It is everybody else's fault because they don't fucking label this, okay? These assholes on YouTube should just put the date in the goddamn title so we title. can go, so we can go a, a to peacock. the real thing and watch it, okay? We fucking already clicked a, We already clicked the video. You got a view because we had to click the video to get to see where yes, this was at. Yes. So just fucking tell us in the description where the hell this match is so we can go watch a for real and see the whole thing because you're only putting up like a quarter of the match true story so all right let me all right i hope this fucking Dude, still this is... i can't wait for this all right i can't all right so wait. we're at uh one hour oh, okay it's friday night smackdown i should say which one it is actually so it's friday night smackdown october 24th 2002 if you're watching, we're on the sparing
1: con. you the fucking con. the
0: hell yeah. that we just had to go through to find out when this fucking match happened. Yes. So you're welcome for that. We sag that's what we do here at Game Rage Wrestling. Wrestling, We sacrifice for the people. OK, so anyways, uh, we're at one hour, 11 minutes and 40 seconds, and we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. OK, still recording. All right,
1: good. We're, we're still recording. Yeah, it's still going. I'm just making sure. Just making sure, all right? Kurt Angle's just tick, coming tick, out. Tick, 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 intensity, integrity, intelligence. Intelligence, three, man, eyes. three eyes. Kurt Angle's classic catchphrase. He's got the gold strapped around his waist. I mean, it's the tag team tag Smackdown, team the
0: Smackdown Tag Team Championship. Tag gold. team
1: gold. Tag team gold. Did you know that Kurt Angle was a two-time Olympic gold medalist with a broken freaking neck?
0: I did actually know that. But thank you for telling me again, because, you know, we can't let the world forget that Kurt Angle. That is
1: some busy-ass fucking spandex.
0: Oh, man. It, it, it's those vertical stripes that it's, really it's, fuck with it's, your eyes. It's actually
1: making me a little nauseous. He's <laughs> got the Superman logo with the A. Oh, yeah. He's
0: fucking... He's ready to go. He is... Look at that! They were they, they were getting hate the trophy. each other. Oh man! And then they waxed uh, Stephanie McMahon. Man, they're really
1: getting a, a, up in the skirt shot. At. Yeah,
0: man! The, you can really, you can really see up
1: there. Look at that, man! Fuck yeah! This is here great. we go. <laughs> do 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 dip. Do 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 Oh yeah, the crippler. <laughs> do 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 dip. Do 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 dip. <laughs> They need more tag teams where they hate each other. Like, yeah, God damn it. We work well as a team, but fuck. We hate each other. I fucking hate you. Piece of shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I think we need to have that dynamic here on game rage wrestling. We need to bring in someone that we really hate and then just be like, God, that's, but that's good. Yeah. And then we just say, oh man, we work together so great, but God, we hate you so much. Just make the commentary so much better. That's how we get taken to the next level. <laughs> And look at Angle, he's still holding the broken trophy. Like what an asshole, man. Yeah.
1: Doo doo do, doo do, doo do, doo 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 doo. Man, do, what do, a bitchin' theme song. It is. It really is. God, again, go. getting squared up, getting dude. Getting
0: squared off. Oh, this is going to be
1: fucking tits.
0: Both men juiced to the gills. Mike Chioda, refereeing. Ooh, man. That is the quickness with those
1: reversals yeah <clears throat> you really are like are sold on the idea that they're equally matched just oh, at yeah. the first 10 seconds dude oh yeah all right <laughs> oh, nope able, not taking able, it Ready? down
0: nope benoit rolls out of it jesus
1: man Kurt Angle just amateur wrestling the fuck out of this right now yeah and the, the weird thing is like Chris Benoit is actually like a you know a performing wrestler so right for him to compete with that like that's that's badass
0: yeah and what's funny too is how he countered that is he just elbowed him in the head like <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> he's like man I ain't on this amateur wrestling shit I'm just gonna elbow I'm you in wrestler. the face you fuck
1: I'm a wrestler a wrestler <laughs> took a hit in the the turnbuckle mm, that definitely is gonna leave him with a little bit of cte mean chop, dude that was a stiff <laughs> that job. was loud that too, was man. meat slapping that right was
0: there. oh and jesus another dude one. fuck
1: that's I, a mean shot man i mean
0: i can feel it sitting here yeah clothesline Ooh, clothesline man <laughs> Dude, that fucking noise! That Benoit, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like the Rabbit Wolverine is a literal fucking great nickname for him. Yeah,
1: suplex. Oh man, that was a good. That was a nice Dude, suplex. This is man. so much activity. So they were doing the takedowns and everything, and the reversals of it, and they're still getting in, getting into it. Well, yeah. two minutes into the match, and they're still going at it. Ooh, that chop again. Whew.
0: Look at how red fucking Angle's chest is, man. Just from those
1: chops. Even the the stomp and the kick like really sell the impact of it. It really does.
0: Well, also, too, it's, it's you know, it's miking up the ring, too. That also because, I mean, that's how you can hear it is because is they mic the ring. So, yeah,
1: but he's using it effectively. Yeah, to, that's what I'm to, saying. To, it's, yeah. it's highly
0: effective. And just stomping Benoit right in the forehead. Giving,
1: giving him the old CTE. The old, the old CTE stomp. Describing him to only hands. <laughs> <laughs> only hands. Subscriptions for everyone, dude. That's true. It's free, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he just gave him an Irish whiplash to the turnbuckle. Now... Crispin was mounting an offense. I was a, that was a nice little Oh yeah, elbow, that, that to, fucking the, elbow to the yeah, back of
0: his head when he's yeah. laying
1: on the ground. The reversal body drop.
0: Ooh. Back body drop. So classic. Another one. Oh, He's like get fucked Angle. Oh, German now we go with the Germans. Suplex. Here's oh, the three. Man, I love it. He's going for the triplets. The triplets. Oh yeah. Just right on his fucking
1: back of his head. Scrambling his brain. Ma- imagine they were just running right now. Now they're going for oh, German. Yeah, suplexes. now they're just German- I'd be fucking yeah. winded. Oh, yeah. Man. Now Angle is
0: giving him the fucking business with the three of me. Well, not the three amigos. That's the things, But the three. Ooh, the three Germans, man. Nope. Two.
1: The exchanges have been even-handed. It's not like any of them has been taking the lead completely.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's going for the angle slam.
1: Nope. Nope. Counter. Sick counter. Sick counter. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, my God, dude. He got turned inside out.
0: A German suplex, which (laughs) threw him onto his stomach behind him, man. That was a... Yeah, Kurt Angle appears dead.
1: Oh, shit, here we oh, go. Oh, shit, here we go. He's it, going for the headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he's he, kind he, of a good bit of ways away, too. Oh, it, he's on the other side of the ring. It would have been much better if he would have went to that fucking turnbuckle. So where is he going for at this point? Like, where is he trying to aim for a, He's Ed, Oh, he went for oh, shoulder. Oh, man, he went on the shoulder. shoulder, man. It's just a flying headbutt,
0: though. It's not a... Uh, Oh yeah, he definitely injured himself. Yeah, he cracked his own head on the <laughs> boniest, hardest part of of fucking the target. Oh man, almost had him there. Oh, oh straight into cross the crossface, face,
1: man. Straight into the crossface. Kurt Angle is dead. No, nah, he ain't. We're talking. We're talking about two-time Olympic gold, Kurt Angle. I mean that that is that may be true, but yeah, he's trying to get the rope break here.
0: no nope. oh nope. Shit, here we go denied. he's gonna roll him over he's Fucking gonna roll him over to the side of the mat oh smart i love nope. it oh, i see, love i love that when it, he when he rolls into it yeah and then he, but then he still holds it man it's, yeah oh, it's so good trying to counter the cross face by rolling over didn't work instead he just got him right in the oh, here sin- we go oh, shit he's telegraphing the oh. cur- telegraphing the ankle lock yep. dude oh man went Angle goes for a pin and then immediately turns that into cuz cuz Benoit has to break yeah the crossface to to not be pinned and mm-hmm. then he immediately turns that into a fucking ankle lock. Oh, well, small, small package. package. Well, it's like a half package basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Ankle, Angle ankle slam. Angle
1: slam. Oh man. Going for the cover. 1 2 Ooh. it ain't enough dude ain't it enough. ain't enough this you're talking about the rabbed wolverine dude this is chris benoit true story he ain't, gonna, he ain't, going, ain't going down, down, like down that, that easy oh now he's going for another ankle lock god that's
0: that that ankle lock the direction that he is turning the ankle <laughs> uh, is the opposite direction that your ankle needs yeah, to go it's anatomically incorrect <laughs> <laughs> that, yes <laughs> Here goes Ben uh, rolling out of it. Oh, oh into the cross. Oh man, it's both a cross face and an ankle lock. Yeah, he countered it. He countered the cr- it. Oh, oh shit, it was it's,
1: the transition, man. Yeah, that's so
0: good. It's and they're so smooth yeah, too. It's
1: not. It's not like they're stumbling over right. each other. Yeah, they're just very smooth transitions. True professionals. True professionals, man. Yeah. Trying to get his brain scrambled again here with the second headbutt. Off the top rope. Yeah, here we go. Flying headbutt. Here we go, oh, oh
0: no. Kurt angles up. Oh, he's going to throw him from the top rope. Ooh, man. <laughs> belly to belly from the top rope. That was kind of a sideways one, but, you know, we'll give it to him. It's pretty good. Now he's covering him up.
1: Ooh, not enough. See, this is like how you know. Oh, there's Eddie Guerrero coming out. Yeah, but anyways, this is how you oh. know what. Oh, Chavo Guerrero with the belt. Yeah, dude. When you don't, when you have two guys that are not even technically main eventers uh, or not in the main event title. Yeah. Picture and they're putting on a match like this. Oh yeah, that, man. that's that's great, dude. That like, is that great. Yeah, that's pretty solid. <laughs> Absolutely. So, the end of the match, there was an interference with uh, Los Guerreros, giving the advantage to Benoit. But overall, man, just. Aside from that, pretty square match. Oh, yeah. Neither person really got the upper hand, with the exception that Chris Benoit got the the win with the help of the Guerreros. But just, like, overall entertaining match, dude. Like, this is, to me, this would be WrestleMania worthy if it were – if the – the stakes were raised with some kind of title on the line, but since they're tag teams, yeah, it, it might just seem like another match to anybody else. But I mean, shit, dude, this, this to me was like, Oh fuck. This is, this is pretty decent, man. Yeah. And what's funny too is, is people maybe don't understand the
0: full context of this, but I mean, they, they have fought at WrestleMania previous to this a couple Mm -hmm. of times in intercontinental or, you know, that level of, uh, of a match. So, very, very good to see. Very, very excellent ring technicianship. I guess is, is that's the right word.
1: Yes, I guess and, we're making up terms now. <laughs> I mean, I'll,
0: I'd wear that shirt. Excellent ring technicianship. <laughs> technicianship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ringsmanship. You have anything else to add about the match? Uh, I just
0: thought it was great. I, I it was very, it was quick. And it wasn't quick in the sense that the match didn't last that long. It was quick in the pacing, but even when they slowed down
1: a little bit, the, the intensity was still there. Yeah, the chops were mean. Yeah, uh, I mean the reversals were awesome. I mean, you. It looks like there was times where they were going for the Irish whiplash and then they ended up close lining like yeah, oh yeah I'm like that's I mean, fucking great and then that, that whole match was a verified clinic that they just put on yeah the rope breaks were sweet the counters oh, yeah. uh, all the counters man Uh I, I don't know what else to add about it Um the only botch I could say was Chris Benoit uh, going for the flying headbutt and going well, for pretty I don't but it know if that position. was necessarily a botch I just think that was where he was aiming because he didn't want to actually Hit. headbutt it the no, back of his no I mean head. but it, in, ter- in terms of the camera like the angle it didn't sell yeah the illusion so that didn't help they should have got it from the other side where you
0: you couldn't see where his head landed so uh-huh. it looked like it would have looked like he headbutted him actually he yeah. actually got him on the head uh, but the one actual match kind of half botch was when angle ran up to throw him to do belly to belly off the top but i don't know if he just lost his balance a little bit but he ended up just belly belly, him, not overhead, but, like, to the side. To the side, yeah. I mean, it still looked good, and it didn't... I just know that wasn't probably what was planned.
1: It no. was probably supposed to be just a straight belly-to-belly overhead suplex. I think that is equalized out with the uh, the German suplex that... Yeah. Was a Kurt Angle that took he took inside out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? How do you even man, do that? Man, how do you from, throw him so hard yeah, that you flip, flip him them inside, inside out? Inside yeah. out, man, that is just ruthless. Yeah, ruthless aggression, dude. Yeah, ruthless <laughs> aggression. Yeah, definitely. Alright, so we're going to end... Uh, you got anything else to say? Uh, no, I think that was pretty much it. Alright, cool. So, word of the day. Oh, yeah, word of the day. For, for wrestling, is going to be yeah. kayfee. We've got to start with... Oh, the- yeah, we got to do wrestling terms, yeah. Yeah, so uh, in... Professional wrestling, the term kayfabe, refers to the practice of maintaining the illusion that everything is real, including the scripted personas, rivalries, and storylines. And we don't have to use it in a sense because um, how the fuck are we going to use it in a sense? Oh, I'll tell you how you can use it in a sense, <laughs> All right. Adam,
0: I really hate you. And I'm not just talking in kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start it between us, so we could Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit on this podcast. Yeah, uh,
1: and we will one day become tag team champions. So it's it's maintaining the illusion within the WWE WWE universe that yeah. uh, the, the uh, gravity of the situation, like for titles and fighting, right. and and if you know the grudges that you hold, it's all fucking real in the ring but it, but it's
0: fake. Yeah, k is the story the illusion. The it's illusion. the illusion that it's real. And I mean, you know, also kind of like we talked about on the on the last episode with the uh, NWO thing, uh the k of the the district attorney <laughs> not pressing charges against the NWO just as long as they apologize and seem like they really mean it. Mm-hmm. That that's that's
1: the k of it. That's Yeah. That's the suspension of your disbelief. Because if Hogan actually did that in real life, you'd be fucking in. In uh, what is it, prison? Well, I don't know if it's ironically, but you know, his his son actually kind of did
0: that in real life, where oh. he, <laughs> where, where, he, where he crashed his Lamborghini or whatever that was, and uh, and killed the dude, or oh severely injured him, or something. Oh shit! So you know, I mean, but that, but he, I think he went to jail. I don't know. I, I I'm not educated enough to know about, but I but I know that happened. Yeah, so you know, hilarious. I, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> well, I don't think it was that funny, but <laughs> not not that. But I'm just saying, kayfabe in general with that is hilarious. The, the real oh, life rather than the
1: Rock, the, yeah, rather the, the Hogan. Yeah, the Hogan and Rock thing, hilarious. Not how not about, his, <laughs> how. Okay, so a lot of people have said that Vince McMahon died. Okay, when uh, Stone Cold. Blew up the what was it the limousine? Yeah, yeah. Do you think Vince Vince McMahon actually died that night? And the person we see in front of you with the pencil mustache and black? Yeah, well, it,
0: remember that was re-
1: when he came back. That's Vicente Vicente McMahon Vic-
0: McMahon. That is the, yeah. <laughs> well wasn't there something that happened there was some kind of a tragedy or something that happened right after that which was why vince McMahon had to come back and be like hey i'm not actually dead there was some weird thing that happened i don't remember what it was Mm -hmm. but there was some real life thing that took place oh that was a controversial thing and that's where because i guess vince was planning on just not just being dead for a while but there was something that happened, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we gotta, we can't we, like, we, we can't we continue the storyline." Yeah, we can't continue the storyline. We have to, we have to end this
1: immediately. How, how many times has Vince McMahon mechanically died? Oh shit, man, probably at least twice. <laughs> All right, name the two: the Stone Cold limousine explosion, the
0: limousine explosion, and then I think there was another one where. Oh no, you know what? He wasn't in the car for that. Where where Stone Cold pours, uh, cement inside of his car, but I, he wasn't technically inside of that. Mm-hmm. So oh. I think Vince McMahon was buried in a buried alive match, technically dead, technically killed. Uh huh. So that's the second time.
1: Okay. So he's he's almost been canonically dead for twice two, at least, on two occasions, on two occasions. And
0: I mean, but really, how often or how many times do you think the Undertaker has canonically
1: died? Oh shit, man! Because I've actually seen him buried alive. Yeah, in multiple mat. He's Undertaker's been buried alive multiple times. I think I saw one with Kane at least once. Oh yeah, or twice. For sure. Who did well?
0: Technically, didn't the Undertaker uh, bury alive AJ Styles at, at WrestleMania like a couple years ago? Or was that who did was he? that? I think there was a burial. Remember, it was like it was done in the vein of the Matt Hardy thing when they were at the compound. What, who was that? Was that AJ Styles that he fought? Oh, fuck, I don't know. But dude. it was a buried alive match, I think.
1: Dude, or, you know what? That should have been the way the Undertaker went out. Was buried. It was a yeah. buried alive match. Like that would have been sweet. And then he's dead. And then he's. And then we never yeah, see him again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Not even in public. Yeah. No. Just, no. No. Leaving your boots in the ring or anything nope, like that. that. Just fucking shit. Buried, buried alive. Buried alive. alive. That's yeah. the
0: only way that the Undertaker can go out or yeah. should have gone out. And it's sad that we didn't get to have that. No, we didn't. Hey, but you never know. You know, with all these assholes and the way they say they're going to retire and then come back fifteen times, I mean, I think the Undertaker may have one buried alive match left in him. And I think that's the way he should really, truly be done. The do you phenom. think? Do you think he makes an appearance at WrestleMania? No, Ro- Royal Rumble. Oh, Ro- The Undertaker. Yeah, eh, I don't think for Re- Royal Rumble. No, done. I think at WrestleMania. Yeah, mm. I don't know. God, what if he's one of the surprise entrants?
1: <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> and he, he wins. It- <laughs> nah,
0: there's no way. What if he's, he he goes to WrestleMania and he beats Roman Reigns for the championship and says, since my streak was taken away from me, I'm taking your streak from you. That'd be a decent storyline. I mean, I don't think the undertaker can wrestle like that though. No. And Roman Reigns isn't, doesn't have the move set to wrestle around the undertaker and make it entertaining. So I don't think that would be a good idea, but I mean, it's funny to think about, Yeah. Right? <sighs> So anyways, Oh, thank God we cleared an hour 30. All right. I was, I was trying to get to (laughs) you. are trying to, I was trying to push to, to get to a a 90 minutes. All right, cool. So we made it. Fuck with, well, Christ, it only took us four and a half hours to record this 90 minutes because we're walking up and looking around. So anyways, stay tuned again. This is the end of the episode. Obviously, if you haven't figured it out, yes, stay on board with the 27th Saturday. January the twenty seventh. Clear your count. Clear your fucking calendar because we know you are going to be watching
1: the Royal Rumble. Get divorced from your wife. Oh, uh, leave your kids with the uh, with the babysitter CPS. and or
0: CPS. You know, Child Protective Services. Do whatever you got to do to make sure that you can tune in to the live Discord broadcast. Oh yeah, interactive broadcast. By the way, of of Game Rage Wrestling discussing. The Royale, the Rumble, Royale with Rumble with Cheese. <laughs> uh, and live commentating on the events as they, as they take place. So we're looking forward to that. It's going to be the first time, obviously, we're doing it. So it's going to be pretty fucking hopefully awesome. And uh, that's about it. So... Continue to not follow us and, and don't click the like, comment, or subscribe button. Don't even talk to don't us. Even don't even talk about us. Don't even tell anyone about us, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Don't fucking tell anybody. Just keep, you know what? I want you to gatekeep this podcast from everybody else. Don't fucking tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Make this but this is your thing. It's not for everybody else. It's not for their enjoyment. Okay. Keep it keep it to yourself. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, fuck it. I guess that's the end. So give your balls a tug. As Adam would say, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. That was another wonderful, amazing, powerful episode of the game. Rage Wrestling Podcast, and take it from me, ladies and gentlemen, the natural lad, Jet Swag. If there's one podcast, one show you should be listening to, that you should be absolutely grateful for, it's the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. And one of the things you can do to show your appreciation for all the hard work and dedication that these boys put out, day in, day out, just for you, people people it's that you can go and you can subscribe and you can like and follow them on the Instagram and the TikTok at Game Rage Magazine you can also follow them and like them and subscribe to them on the old Twitter which I don't know what it's called now but who cares it's that Game Rage Mag there additionally if you feel the need to really show your appreciation which you should then go to their website at www.gameragemagazine.com and show us some love. Show them some love. And show some love for the natural lad, Jet Swag.